Welcome to the podcast of the Pilates Alliance of Australasia. The PAA strives to continue promoting the expansion of the Pilates method as a professional and valued healthcare and fitness discipline. The goal of the PAA podcast is to explore the many facets and layers of the Pilates industry through conversations with the community. I'm your host, Bruce Hildebrand. Welcome to the show. In the lead up to the PAA conference in Melbourne in August this year, we have a series of short podcast episodes to introduce each of the workshop presenters. On today's episode, we have the privilege of introducing Stephanie Sybil. Stephanie is originally from Los Angeles and had a childhood obsessed with dance, but eventually settled into fitness and Pilates after studying degrees in both English and dance streams. Having completed nearly every Pilates qualification available in Australia, and as much as she loves teaching weekly clients, her passion is in instructor education. With over a decade of experience as a trainer for Stop Pilates, Breathe Education, and the APMA Diploma. Steph has also been a consistent presenter at Phylex, My Group Moves, and National Pilates Conferences. Steph is the Director of Armature Education in Melbourne's Inner North, where she provides continuing education workshops blending Pilates and strength training for the Pilates instructor community. Stephanie's presentation at this year's PAA conference is titled Happy Hands, Techniques for Building Adaptable and Supple Wrists. Stephanie, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Very excited to be here. Stephanie, could you give us a quick overview of the presentation you have in store for us at the upcoming PAA conference? Essentially, the workshop is about working with our wrists, which is something that in Pilates, as instructors, we're always struggling with how to get clients to be on their wrists and not to complain about being on their wrists. We know our basic modifications like propping, going to forearms. But for most of our clients, they really need to develop more endurance and toleration for being on their hands because a lot of it is just weakness or just not the practice of being there. So it feels very uncomfortable. The workshop is very practical. It is not a theory-based workshop. It will be doing a lot of different exercises and variations working together. I was like the idea of working in partners and looking at each other and giving each other feedback. It's always wonderful to chat to such experienced practitioners such as yourself. I know you've been involved with strength for a long time. Can you share with us the specific background experience or the learning that you had yourself that was the catalyst? Um, a lot of my interest in the risk really didn't happen in my Pilates teaching or practice. It really happened more when I started to get into strength training and both using barbells, which you need a lot of grip strength for barbells, kettlebells, dumbbells. Grip strength is a big issue in weight training. But then also I started about four or five years ago now doing handstand classes. I really love that for all the different mobility drills and spinal movements and body line holds that I've learned. And of course, handstands is all about being on your hands. So wrist is a really important focus of that. So I just started working so much more on my hands, doing lots of drills to actually strengthen wrists and build the adaptability of all the tendons that run from your forearms into your fingers, as well as build up the strength required to also be on your wrist. So my interest really came from that. And then I started to think, how can we put that back into Pilates? Because this is something that we always struggle with in Pilates as teachers trying to teach our clients to do things like our leg pull preps or our push-up preps or just a cat stretch even. And it just started to brew from there. So I'm really using a lot of techniques, not specifically from Pilates, but I'm going outside of Pilates to then take techniques, bring them back to Pilates to make our Pilates better or different or easier to access, which is what all of my work with the strength training and Pilates is becoming about. I think your experience in the Pilates realm 
plus the exploring you've done outside of that is very much channeling Joseph Pilates because he explored so many different movement modalities in formulating what he created. Exactly. I mean, something with all the handstand work is very related to calisthenics, and I'm no expert at all in calisthenics, but that's all the body weight training and working a lot of straight arm, bent arm strength, and all the gymnastics positions of our body hollow or our scoop rock, scoop hold, back body line, whatever you want to call it. That really is our hundreds, the classical hundred. So it's not that far out of the realm. It just goes into some directions that Pilates, as we know, it doesn't really go into. But Pilates knew so much gymnastics and a lot of his repertoire, you can see in gymnastics conditioning, like the swan dives and the body line holes and the inversion things. So it's not really that much of a stretch. I'm sure listeners could rattle off a whole list of that same parallel based on their experience as well. Rocking springs to mind for me in terms of those big extension ranges. When I first learned Pilates, I did learn in more, I guess, rehab or gentle modalities. I was taught the swan dive, like the full swan dive with your rocking, you know, super advanced exercise. You wouldn't give it to this person, that person. In gymnastics, that's the warm up. Your rocks are your warm ups, your scoop rocks, your arch rocks. That's the warm up. And in Pilates, we look at that as like the end game, which I find quite funny. So it just goes to show in some ways there's so much more that we can do with things. But at the same time, we always have to come back to our foundations, which is really in the workshop, thinking about risks. As I think more and more about it, there is really that concept of foundations, having your body hollow, having your ability to move your scapula on your rib cage to create the protraction element of pushing, which is what we're doing when we're in any wrist movements in Pilates is we're in a push. So that just comes back to having good technique and strength of how to connect your rib cage to your pelvis, how to connect your scapula to your rib cage. And then once you've done that, then your arms and wrists will work as they need to work. So we're not spending two hours on a wrist. We will spend time on a wrist, but we will be looking at going back into those foundations, which we see in both the Pilates and the gymnastics, calisthenics, and how if we can really work those foundations and be strong in them, we will have happy hands or happier hands because we're not going to be overloading our wrists at the expense of not using our trunk and our scapula. I don't want it to sound like too simple, but the older I get, the more simple things become. And I've heard that from a few instructors that you really start to distill things and it all just comes back to understanding your technique and where everything comes from. And you don't have to come up with lots and lots of new crazy repertoire all the time. Just hone in on the basics and the essentials and how to make them work for you, how to load them. It's like asking a boxer to punch, but without any protraction with their scapula, they would be not even driving their entire torso through the punch and wouldn't pack a punch, so to speak. Exactly. And I have to say the whole concept of the pushing and the protraction, that protraction's a push, retraction is a pull. I did not learn that in Pilates. And I have to say, I've done five Pilates certifications and I never learned that in a Pilates certification. I actually learned the scapula sit flat and flush across the back of your ribs. I still remember that from one of my certifications, but they don't. And until I understood how that actually worked in loading, pushing and pulling, which we call a scapula isolation in Pilates, but we don't load it up usually too heavy. The dots just didn't connect. And even now, this is a big challenge for me how to be really strong at pushing and how to be really strong at pulling. And you have to go outside of Pilates to do that, I think, because you do have to load up in some pretty different ways. But I didn't learn, interestingly, I really did not learn that in Pilates or it didn't tweak to me 
in Pilates. So I think that's why I'm so passionate about it now, because it's a little bit of a missing link or something. Stephanie, for those considering coming into your presentation at the conference, what will be the top couple of takeaway ideas and concepts from the session? The focus is really going to be on one, building adaptability in the wrist, all the tendons. So there will be a series of wrist work to do and bringing it back into those foundational positions. And there's lots of different exercises and drills that we're going to practice. And then bringing that back into some of the Pilates repertoire. So it is a lot of practical work, but I don't want anyone to get scared that they're actually going to have to be on their hands and wrists for the whole time because it won't be like that. We will be using some props. My favorite prop, the dowel, but it is mostly mat-based. Definitely, these are things you can apply to equipment, but in terms of the actual workshop, it will be not an equipment-based workshop. So that makes it quite versatile as well. I know everyone loves their equipment, but it also means that everyone will be able to do everything because we don't need to share any equipment like we often have to at conferences. And after coming along to your presentation, what will the participants be able to immediately apply with their clients when they return to work on the Monday morning after the conference? (laughs) Hopefully some of these different kinds of drills and exercises that are going to integrate those body lines and even lots of basic stuff like working your spinal rotation to help with being able to get into your good body line. So it's a lot of practical exercises. So I would really hope that people will be taking some of those in and finding their own way to apply it because Everyone ultimately is their own teacher and we take bits and pieces from everybody, but people will find their own ways to integrate and different things will resonate for them. For some people, the wrist exercises will be great. Some people are going to have an aha moment around the pushing, but I think people will take something. Stephanie, we all can't wait for your presentation coming up at the conference in Melbourne in August. It's been a pleasure chatting with you today as always. Thanks so much for your time. We look forward to seeing you at the live presentations in August. Thank you. I look forward to seeing everyone there, either in the presentation or just at the conference in general. There is a membership category for every Pilates enthusiast, where the Alliance provides a wide range of information, resources and support for everything you want to know more of with Pilates. Help us expand the message of the PAA by sharing with your network of friends and colleagues today so that the Pilates community can continue to be a vibrant and inspiring network for everyone's benefit. You can become a member today by visiting the links in the show notes. For existing members, join us on the PAA Member Forum Facebook page where you'll find an ongoing supply of resources and conversations to continue supporting you and your participation and involvement in the many levels of Pilates here in Australia. The Pilates Alliance Australasia only exists because of the contributions of the Pilates community. If there's a topic or a conversation you would love to share on the podcast, then we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Pilates Alliance podcast. Please leave your comments on the Pilates Alliance Members Forum Facebook page. Remember, for anyone who is yet to become a member, we'd love to have you put your voice forward for the benefit of progressing Pilates here in Australia.